0: In a world of uncertainty, one thing is for sure, cancer does not stop during a global crisis. On Saturday, June 13th, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society will host a trailblazing event, Big Virtual Climb, sponsored by AbbVie, to support their investment in groundbreaking research to advance blood cancer cures and its first-in-class patient education and services, including financial support, And clinical trial navigation. Step up to take cancer down by climbing 61 floors or 1,762 steps. Inside or outside, on stairs, on the road, or your treadmill, climb your way. Join us for an opening ceremony and then take on your climb with our heart pumping playlist. Join us on June 13th from coast to coast as we come together to climb, conquer, cure. Register at LLS.org slash Big Climb. That's LLS.org slash Big Climb. And welcome to another edition of Hoops Adjacent. I am David Aldridge. Under quarantine lockdown. I shouldn't say quarantine, just under lockdown in D.C. Uh, but we're starting to open back up again slowly in L.A. My man, Waz Lambre. Waz, how are you, sir?
1: What's going on, man? I took a stroll down to Malibu yesterday. You know, watched the sunset. Uh, it was a perfect, sixty-six degrees. It was incredible, man. The, looking at the mountains and you know, rich people's houses, and it's just an incredible <laughs> view
0: out in Malibu.
1: It's a, a, you know very different from here in the scene. <laughs> did, you, did, you,
0: did you have did you have encounters with uh, with folk on the on the streets? Um, two people. pushing dude, up too close. No, no. People were keeping their distance, and
1: there was a decent amount. Not, it wasn't crowded or anything like that. But there were people there, sort of taking in the scenery and just, you know, seemed to be happy to just be out.
0: I got you. I got you. Well, uh, glad to see that everybody is uh out and about in Cali. Um, we got a great guest this week. Our friend Marcus Thompson from the Bay. Marcus, we appreciate you as always coming on, man. Thank you.
2: Oh man i'm I'm happy to be here I'm glad I get my card back you know I've been wait I've been waiting for my, uh, my, for your black my, card. my yeah my invite to the cookout you know what I'm saying so we back in it's, it's hella hot out here too so it's time for a cookout
0: oh damn what is it out there what's it up in the back
2: man it feel like it's like 80 out here it's oh, crazy.
0: Damn. It's warm. Yeah. It's like muggy here in D.C. You know, it's getting to be that summertime thing. So.
2: No, it's it's the sunny. The sky is blue. Like, it's right. they, the clothes are coming off. <laughs>
0: the masks are coming off. Yeah, it's, no, we don't want we that wild. now. I don't want wild. that you now.
2: <laughs>
1: The Come clothes on, we can do, though. Yeah, we can't do the mask
2: now. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm all right. We're going to get to the day where people are twerking on Instagram with a mask on, huh? That's what's going to happen.
0: <laughs> Let's bring DA into the conversation here. Welcome to Who This comma Jason on the athletic podcast. I turned it on and
1: I heard Shaq with the barbs like the bolts and the doshi I was transported right back
0: into it. I was like, Oh, this is great. <laughs> I think I rap better than shit David, David okay. Aldridge. Oh, he's totally playing. Them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then yeah. it. Happened lungs out and everybody <laughs> on TV Michael was not your friend it was in there. Bosnie, So the Chicago and
1: Detroit stuff that was real That was real I mean god forbid we don't have scholarship money so can't pay <laughs> for the charters for the water polo, <laughs> <laughs> the polo. Uh, Iowa Hoops Hoops a Welcome to Future College we have ignition Hello
0: I'm welcome to another Man I'm glad I'm glad you're on this week cuz I got to be honest with you you know I'm trying to write this piece about you know the league, the NBA is, is going towards starting up, and um, there's going to be the big meeting on Friday between the with the owners to kind of discuss what the next steps are. And um, you know, I don't know that they'll make final decisions, but I think they'll certainly be going in a certain direction. You know, in the next few days, we'll probably get some clarity. But I got to be honest with you guys, I I just don't really give a shit about it right now. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be honest with you. And I apologize in advance to our listeners. I know there's people that are, you know, just so hyped about the league potentially coming back. And, you know, I get it. I understand we've all undergone this incredible, you know, ordeal the last few months together. But I got to be honest with you and try to be honest with the people that that subscribe and that, that, that listen in every week. You know, what's going on in this country right now is just... It's beyond, you know, it it, it it takes all of my attention away. I think it takes uh, the fellas' attention away, but I let them speak for themselves. I just cannot get into, you know, talking about how important sports are right now to people when guys is getting killed in the streets like it, like, like worse than ever, you know? I mean, the situation in, in Minneapolis uh, is just. I don't even know what to do about that. You know, I don't even know how to even process that as a human being, first of all, and certainly as a black man, second of all, to watch what happened with George, to George Floyd. I just, you know, at some point you just go, you know, why should I care about, about this? Y'all don't care about us, you know? <laughs> you know? And so that's what, that's what I'm feeling right now. I, I, I hope I feel differently, but right now, i got to be honest with you, that's kind of how I feel.
1: I mean, for me, it's just, you know, (laughs) I'm on social media, on the internet. The nature of what we do, we kind of have to be on the internet, kind of have to be on socials all the time. Um, And, you know, you get bombarded with the imagery, with the, you know, the outcrying And that's what, you know, people are really hurting out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what... That's what you get bombarded with. Like some people are just like, "Oh, I don't want to see the images." It's like to me, it's not really about the images. It's just that you know a recognition of the kind of pain that people are feeling behind these these things whenever they happen, right? Um, and it's something you can't escape. Uh, and, and you know, the sad part is, is like, there's nothing new to say here. There's nothing new to mm-hmm. add. There's no, there's, there's, I can't. I don't have anything interesting or profound to say about you know why it's messed up that a guy who allegedly, allegedly forged a check. He, like, mm-hmm. maybe he might have, uh, the police thought that he might have forged the check um, that they would have to be so violent with the dude to the point that they would end his life, you know? Um, yeah. And <laughs> you know it's crazy, David, when you didn't even get the statement from the police union, you always get that nasty, psychotic police union statement oh, right, right, because right, right, that's right. their job, right? Like to protect the guys mm-hmm. and whatever. They usually send out some ridiculous statement behind almost any, you know, what what has now been termed police-involved <laughs> killing, mm-hmm. right? right? Like and yeah. like because you can't just call it murder for what it is, right? Um, right. And they didn't even do that. You know, that's right. how you knew this was going to be egregious. Like they didn't even bother with that. The um Minneapolis Police Department just came out and said, "No, these guys are fired." And so you knew the right. video was going to be gruesome following it. And mm-hmm. of course, that's what happened. You know, and again, like I don't know what to tell our listeners. I don't have anything interesting to say. This is this is bullshit. Right.
2: You know, the cra- the crazy part about it is uh like we've we've seen this so many times and this was so shady that it feels new like yeah, right. i mean mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like like the line has been crossed so far the de- the dehumanization so emphatic that we now actually have to process this mm-hmm. like right after Ahmaud Arbery, right like we it's unbelievable that the the hatred and disregard and lack of value has got to the point where it's so like stringent that we can't even be apathetic. I I would like to not care. I would like to not have to have this conversation with my daughter. I would love to be chilling at Lake Merritt acting like life is cool. I want to, you know what DA, I really want to, I will, I want to have a desire to talk about the NBA right now. (laughs) Give me, me give (laughs) me the bliss of that ignorance, but Like, I I don't know how – I don't know how to, and I'm to the point now where I'm done even trying to, A, figure out ways to be – to care about other stuff, Mm -hmm. and, B, explaining why I don't care. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, you don't get – whatever. I don't if you if I don't know you, I'm right. just going to assume you don't have the credibility to even talk to me about this anyway. Right. right. Like So I'm not mm-hmm. explaining it. I just don't feel like it. Like it's yep. simple as that. And it's crazy that out of all the stuff we've seen, the bar keeps going so high that the, you know, the outrage it's inevitable. It it has to be like, we can't even be apathetic. This is, it's just ridiculous. Like the moment you thought it was chill, the moment Mm -hmm. you thought it was just another thing, like, Oh yeah. Nah. Oh, shooting the man enough. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's crazy. Once you get desensitized to one thing, Oh, oh, y'all comfortable. Oh, y'all think this is cool. All right. We got another way we're going to let you know you ain't worth nothing. Right.
0: I mean, I'll go, I'll go back, you know, when you want to sing, well, this is the one that's going to wake people up, right? This is going to be the one. Sandra Bland wasn't enough. You know, Tamir Rice wasn't enough. Killing, you know, killing a 12-year-old boy in Cleveland wasn't enough. You know, all of the ones that we talk about, that we've talked about for years and years and years and years and years. You know, and I go back to, you know, kind of the, the original sin, if you were, in terms of videotaping uh, an egregious act by police. And I remember in 1990 or 91, whenever the hell it was, I remember going, "Well, this is cha- this is going to change it. This is this this video of yeah. Rodney King is going to change this shit once and for all because people can see for themselves. They can see these five cops wailing, wailing on this kid, <laughs> wailing on this ourselves. dude, and yep. this has to change it. You can't not look at it and see that what's going on. It's obvious what they're doing, right? So." They found a way to explain that away, you know, so Lord knows they're going to find a way to explain this one away, you know, and so I don't have, you know what I'm saying? So I really can't even, I just don't have the mental strength at this point on top of everything else that we're dealing with just as human beings, you know what I mean? Like, we got this virus that's killing people indiscriminately, but we can't even – that can't even be fair because it's killing more of us than anybody else, and nobody seems to care. You know what I mean? So um, – it's,
2: it's youngsters' it, time, man. Like, yeah, hey, y'all, y'all youth – the youth, youth with an F? Right. Y'all, <laughs> <laughs> right, right it's time right. for y'all to go ahead, go ahead and pick this up, man. You know, <laughs> you know yeah,
0: because I can't carry – you know, this burden, and I'm not even – I'm not, I'm not going to pretend – like you know, I have this horrible life, or I, you know, what I, I don't, right? And if 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 I am impacted to this degree, you know, people who who really are living check to check, people whose lives really are in daily danger. Like my da- my life's in danger as a black man, but it's not daily danger. Like I just ha- I just have to avoid that one bad encounter with that one bad cop. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you spin the wheel every day. And it's, you know, OK, you might run into a decent cop and get a ticket or you might run into that asshole cop that shoots you. You know what I mean? Like that. That's not my daily existence. Right. That's daily existence for, for a lot of black people daily. Right. And so if it's if it's making me feel this way, just imagine the trauma that people are going under, they go through every day that have to live with this every day you know, that have the police almost as an occupying force in their neighborhoods every day. And people like like these four cops that just... It was no big day. It was nothing. Yeah. It was nothing to them to do Yo, this. Yo, my man was
2: proud. You know, he was yeah. proud of what there, he was doing.
0: And, and it was just like the thing with, with Amy Cooper. The whole thing was, yeah, we're going to do this and you can't do nothing about it. <laughs> you know, and so...
2: Yo, she was even stunting for the camera too. That's exactly. crazy.
0: Exactly. My thing, like, with her, my thing with her was like she she didn't just she didn't just say I'm gonna call it. She didn't just call the cops. She told him what she was gonna do because she knew what that man, was she gonna do to bank. him. Yeah. <laughs> <She called. laughs> you know. So it wasn't just I'm gonna do this. I'm just gonna. My reaction is to call the police. Right. That's a reaction, and you can. There's lots of reasons for you having that reaction that that many of which are racist, some of which may not be, but – this was premeditated, almost like I'm tell I'm going to tell you how I'm going to set your ass up right now. This is how it's going to go down for you in the next ten minutes. It's like
2: that action movie was when uh when the dude is like chained up and he's like I'm going to break your neck oh, right. and then I'm going to stab you. It's like you the Iron Man,
0: plot to <laughs> right? Yeah, the right, 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 right. You're the you're going to die first, and here's how I'm going to kill you. You know, you know, yeah. It's like the Bond villain telling you how he's going to blow up the world, right? And, and James just sits there with his, with his cool ass suits on, you know. So, all right, I don't know about the rest of y'all, but when I was a young pup, what you did is you went into Pop's cabinet and you got his old spice out and you put it on. That made you feel like, you know, a man. That made you feel old, mm-hmm. like you were grown, you know. And then you go to the spot and the ladies are like, why are you smelling like your old man? And so you had to come up with your own stuff. And that's why we're talking about Hawthorne right now. Hawthorne is the new joint. That gives you that cologne smell, but doesn't make you smell like your pops, which is important. Wise, I know you have sampled the goods. What, what 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 do you like about it, man? So you know the the cool thing about Hawthorne is they they they
1: personalize and specialize your products. I think they have over fifty thousand different combinations of what you could get as far as the lotion, the uh, uh shampoo, conditioner, uh, the colognes. Um, it's it's incredible the amount of research and thought that they put into each individualized product that they sell out. Um, You take the quick survey. The survey is really quick when you go on their website. And then within days, you'll have something specifically made for you. I know... I've been I've been using the shampoo and conditioner and, the, uh you know, very recently I had to change my shampoo and conditioner because people were hoarding stuff like toilet paper. And I guess shampoo was on the <laughs> apocalypse list. But anyway, I tried this other brand and it was terrible. My hair was dry. My scalp was dry. It was terrible. I used Thanks. Hawthorne for the first time, man. The results have been incredible, and again, my brothers out there, you know, you know, we got some special type of hair. We need special treatment for that, and they make sure they individualize each package that they send, and it's been working perfectly. Same goes with the cologne; they send you a work and a play. I've I've sampled the play now, and trust me, it was it was very playful. Okay, <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so yeah, man, I couldn't recommend this 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 um enough because again, you know, instead of doing the one size fits all sort of way of getting your colognes and your lotions and stuff like that. This is individual
0: to each person. There you go. And like he said, father's day is coming up. What better gift for pops, or you can take this quiz for somebody else. You take the two minute quiz and Hawthorne tells you those two colognes are the best for you. One for work, one for play, totally risk-free, free free shipping and free returns. So check out Hawthorne at Hawthorne.co. That's Hawthorne with an E and dot co, not dot com. Hawthorne dot co. Use my promo code ATHLETIC to get 10% off your first purchase. That's Hawthorne CO. And use my promo code ATHLETIC to get 10% off your first purchase. That's Hawthorne dot CO. Uh, and I wanted to get Marcus to the column you wrote today, which was just, you know, it's just brilliant, a brilliant column about. The, how long we've been dealing with this. And obviously it's been the entire existence of black people in this country. So we know that, but, um, just kind of, you know, this, when I'll put it this way, you know, if you don't, I've said this to, to some of my, some of my well-meaning white friends who are trying to understand this, you know, want, they want to understand what I'm, where I'm coming from. And I said, well, if you watch Do the Right Thing and you don't understand why Mookie threw the trash can through the window, I can't help you. I just can't. <laughs> like, I can't help you. If you go, well, why did he do that? He worked there. Then we, there's nothing we can talk about, you know. And so your your column is headlined to be in a rage all the time. And that's what it feels like sometimes. It's, it's feel, you just feel so angry all the time. I don't think people understand how exhausting feeling angry all the time is. It's exhausting. the emotion,
2: the emotion exhausting. is exhausting. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so to, you know, let the people know about the column you wrote because I just thought it was it was terrific, and and the point you wanted to make.
2: I mean, to to be honest, I really wasn't interested in writing a column for the same stuff we're talking about. It's like, yeah. what the hell am I writing? Like, if you don't get it, you don't get it. If you do, I don't need to write it. But yeah. what are we doing, right? So, you know, you know how I go. Like, this stuff happens. You end up talking to your friends. You kicking around stuff. You, you mm-hmm. know, you just sharing thoughts, having discussion, Like, and uh you know, the, the Baldwin quote, quote came to mind and then mm-hmm. I was having a conversation with my homie and he dropped the Baldwin quote. I was like, that's exactly what I was, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. So I, I, I called, uh, I told Tim Kawakami, my boss, like, you know, cause you know, when this was going down, I, I just knew he was going to hit me up like, Hey, can I get a column on the A's? So I wanted <laughs> to like to preempt my flash, you know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> so I
2: was like, I was like, look, like, man, I just want you to know it's not a good day today right like yeah today it's just it's just not it you know we had to talk about it and he's like yo if you if you want to write something go ahead yeah. i was just trying to prevent i knew what was gonna happen i knew how i was gonna respond so i was like i'm going to tell you now don't don't send me the, the your trivial stuff today right not right. not today right, right? Yeah. so I'm, I'm kicking it around and uh I was trying to find the audio of the Baldwin quote and I ended up coming across this incredible conversation. Right. Uh, hour and a half, it was an hour and a half and it was like 1 30 in the morning. So I was like, yeah, I got time. And, yeah, right, <laughs> and uh, right. it's, uh, it was Baldwin, Lorraine Hansberry, uh, author of, uh, Raising, Raising in the, in the sun. sun yep. yeah, and mm-hmm. and Langston Hughes, who I did not know was hilarious. By the way, I
0: did hilarious. Honest,
2: I didn't know he was still alive in 1961. I, thought <laughs> I know, he was, right? That's <laughs> a good point. Uh, yeah. no, no, he's hilarious. It he was. I was like Langston Hughes. Like I'd read so many polls <laughs> with you. It <and> was <laughs> a joke in the things. Yo, he was hilarious. So uh, I'm I'm listening to it. I'm watching it. And the hilarious part is after you hear Baldwin Hadsbury and Hughes talk, like I ain't writing. I don't even you know what I'm saying. Like I don't deserve to write. Like right, you, right, 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 you know what I'm saying. Right. You sit down and you listen. That's what you do. Right, yeah. You sit down and you listen. And you know I got people telling me I need to write. Like this. This is your responsibility. And to, and the truth is, it is good therapy. Right. It mm-hmm. it, it prompts me to think. True. Uh Like I could write and just go pock on them. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, and just yeah. like. <laughs> the guy put my red wings jersey on you feel me wise, and just <laughs> let, let it go but you know the, the, the process okay, relax, of writing a tea. piece <laughs> <laughs> <right? laughs> Yeah, you know, but the process of having to write a column right and having to anticipate what will be said anticipate mm-hmm. the possible angle you know when you're in emotion it's not necessarily about facts it's just about how you feel right like, writing a piece makes you actually deal with facts right Yeah. So just going through that filter helps me process stuff. So I was like, all right, I'm going to write it. I told TK, you don't have to run it. You ain't going to hurt my feelings if you don't run it. And that, that was the end of it. But I, I ain't read no comments. I, (laughs) I'm not, I'm not doing anything. It's like, yo, this is, here's what it is. And I don't care. Any about the response to it at all? That that's right. that's just how I feel. Yeah, currently. I'm
0: not going to go through and drop. You know, we're supposed to respond to. You know, we're supposed to nah, engage ain't the readers. Now. Yeah, not ain't t- happening. <laughs> okay, you know, I yeah. know exactly what you mean. For sure. You know, because
2: you know. it's invariably going to be that one person who think they know me enough to talk to me about this. Right. You exactly. Know? exactly. And, and going to talk out of turn and like, I, why? Why would I even have that conversation? Right. Like, right. Just, there's no value in it for me.
0: So, Waz, I'm, I'm curious, like, you know, like I, I struggle with this today in the last couple of days. I just, what is our role? You know, like we have this platform and it's an important one and it matters that we're here to, to say things. And so I wonder what our role is. Like, is it something that's going to have any material effect whatsoever? Because we're talking in the main to people who love sports, you know, and they're only – worldview is through a sports prism, you know? So do we, I'm not going to shut up, you know, I'm sure. going to, I'm going to say what I want and write what I want, but you know, do we have a role that, that has any impact? Um,
1: I think to the degree that people find any of us to be credible, um, we absolutely have a role, right? Like it's important that people hear from us and where we stand and how we feel for sure. Um, Now, I think personally, my I don't have, I'm not under any illusions that my expectations that I'm going to, you know, spark the thought that gets people to think that, you know, black people aren't a menace to society. Right, mm-hmm. um, but you know the idea that I'm not going to express how I feel about something uh, that that would never even cross my mind. I think, you know, I think your your role, da, is to just be you, be candid, you know, speak mm-hmm. your mind, speak how you feel. That's what that's what's got you here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, right, to me, right. I don't see why you would handle this any differently than you would, you know, a Washington Wizards trade. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, right. you know what I mean? Right. Like, here are the facts. Here's why it's terrible. Um, and you know, and you go from there, uh, and I, I get the sports context a little bit, but like all of this stuff interlaps, right? Like LeBron James is using his social media page with millions of followers to, you know, express outrage at this thing. Like, um, obviously there's the Kaepernick parallels where the guy lost his job because he pointed out that. Policing in America is horrible Cause,
0: right because he kneeled ironically enough, you know you know right. what I mean? um <laughs> you know so
1: the sports stuff is is unavoidable, and specifically the sports that we cover the nBA um these are black dudes that we cover you right? know like it, it matters like these where this stuff happens is like places where these people come from, you know like sure, maybe LeBron James will never be. I And I don't know about never. I think that was a strong term. But maybe, maybe LeBron James will never be ripped out of his car and, you know, choked to death by a police officer. Right. That's right. cool. But that doesn't mean his cousin won't. Right. That doesn't sure. mean like, you know, it doesn't the mean people Rich that, Paul
0: couldn't, you know what that, I mean? Exactly. It you know? doesn't yeah. mean the people
1: he grew up with in Akron couldn't feel that. Like, yeah. uh, you know, this, this concept, cause that's what you'll hear a lot of times. Like, what do these guys know? They're rich, they're privileged, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's cool. But like, these people don't live in, in vacuums, right? Like they don't uh, live I in I actually bubbles, was think,
2: I actually felt like, like I felt for them in that aspect, in that mm-hmm. way. Uh, just like listening to that conversation, uh, like Baldwin Baldwin was saying, uh as a as a as a writer, right? Like you kind of feel guilty that you're the one writing about it and there are other people out there like protesting like right. while you're writing. Yeah. So he's like, you feel kind of guilty, but he yeah. was like, but then there's also this reality that writers are rare and somebody has got to write it. And mm-hmm. it's the, it's like this war of wanting to kind of do more, but not. And it, it, and I'm watching Steven Jackson crying like was, on social media yeah. and it's like, What imagine if you are LeBron and you're so successful, so so successful that people don't even see you as with them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you almost, you almost get, you get the benefits of selling out, even though you ain't a sellout. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, like, hold on, no, don't, let's not, let's not forget that i am them right like right. that's so if you're lebron and you're thinking yo i'm them like when i go to akron that's who that's who i'm going to check on this is all mm-hmm. my, this is my people right. but he's treated as if he's not one of them sure, like and sure. that's in his mind it's like hold on i don't feel comfortable with that <laughs> like, sure. like, I'm saying, like
0: none of us do i not you know none of us are you know certainly lebron has a celebrity that none of us are ever going to have but you know if you are if you have any privilege as a as a person of color in this country. You feel guilty about it. I know I do. You know what I mean? Like I I've, I've been fortunate enough to to have a, you know, pretty successful career and you, I always feel a sense of guilt about that knowing that so many people who look like me don't get that chance. Never got that chance. And even when they got the chance, they weren't afforded the respect that that I've been given. And so that's always been a dichotomy. I mean, it goes back to the Du Bois thing, right? I mean, so that's, that's been my dichotomy. And I think a lot of black people who ascend or, or are quote unquote successful feel that in different degrees every day, you know, like why, you know, it's not that you want to be abused or anything like that, but it's like, well, why are they, why are they cutting me a break? You know what I mean? Like why, why do they feel comfortable enough with me that they, is it cause I'm non-threatening and it's not, a, yeah, yeah, a, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's just who I am. It's, that's my personality. I'm not putting on any airs or a front or anything. So you want
2: to just fire on somebody just yeah, to you show you, I'm a throw threat. A brick at, nah. Throw a brick at somebody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> I nah, don't know. DA man, honestly, grow, <laughs> growing
1: up in New York with the NYPD and like, they have earned a reputation of being thugs. Um, I'm definitely somebody that was grateful to be perceived as a safe Negro. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) There's that (laughs) side, right? Absolutely. Thank you, officer. Let me get to my crib. It's it's,
0: it's so funny. It's funny that you mentioned that because, you know, we have, and and this is something I don't know. I don't know that uh, some of our white listeners may not understand what we're about to talk about, but, we talk about things like code switching you know what i mean and people people sometimes don't understand why you do that you do it to survive okay <laughs> you do it so that you can continue living okay <laughs> i mean that's why that's why it gets done is because you feel like if i come at these people or this person a certain way with it, in speaking to them in a certain way they're going to view me as a threat. You know what I mean? So, one hundred percent. That's why people do it. You know, and, <laughs> and, and, but it,
1: it, you know, it's so much of it comes from. So, and it's not even just when you're speaking to people, right? Um, there's another part component of it. Like I remember when I was working in a in a really corporate job. Part of it is like the relief of this freaking dress code. Like I know I'm probably not gonna get harassed by police because I got on slacks. At least not immediately, right? You know, right, right, right. Like it's it feels like you, you you're safer now, um, because of the clothes that you like down to the clothes that you wear. Like you factor so much of this into your. You know, into your being, like you're doing it subconsciously, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the concept of cold switching, of course, is to be safe. It's to you're signaling to people all the time, like in my neighborhood, because the homelessness in 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 Los Angeles is. You know, it's a lot, right? right and I happen right. to, there happens to not be a lot of black people in my neighborhoods.
0: But mm-hmm. I know
1: because I'm wearing these big ass headphones on my head mm-hmm. that, like, these people are like, okay, he's not a homeless vagrant. Right? right? right. Like, I'm always conscious. <laughs> I'm always conscious of, like, <laughs> Like, my, you see these headphones? No, right, they, a, right, right. Fam. Like, right. These phone These are $350, These are beats. These are beats
0: by Dr. Dre. <laughs> I mean, come on I ain't
1: <laughs> get these dumps to now. Come on. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So these are things that, you know, that you have to think about on a daily basis. Right. And I wouldn't expect, you know, any of our white listeners to understand, you know, I, I would just say, take us at our word. Yeah. Was, you know, just, you know, go ahead, go you ahead, know was, ahead, if you
2: make me think about uh guys like uh Leon Carter, Mark yeah. Spears, Gary Howard, who right. my entire career was, I was defiantly sagging, wearing George and my hat to the back, right? <laughs> just because they was like, Man, you need to straighten up. I'm like, Man, I'm from East Oakland, you know, I <laughs> said, I am who I am, I'm be who I'll be, right. and you, like, like, because. I was in my, like, privilege, right? I had made it out the hood and I yeah. was in these safe spaces so I could kind of represent my culture in that way. But in reality, they was just trying to protect me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, right. as irritated right. as it was, they like, look, right. man, let me show you how to do this. And I was so, like... Knucklehead, rebellious, but like they were from a paradigm of like, yo, you have to do like your safety is at stake. So yeah, shout out to Leon, Gary, and Mark Spears for telling me to take my hat off,
0: even though I listen. You know, I wore I wore jackets to work well before I was on television. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like I always wore a jacket when I was covering the, the bullets back in the '80s and '90s. I always wore a jacket. You know, and, and, and slacks or khakis at the, at the, at the worst, because we can't just roll up on the spot in jeans and, you know, like some, like, like white reporters can, to be frank, you know, right. we can't do that, you know, like right. people look at us a certain way if we do that. So I always wore a sport coat and a, you know, either a collared shirt or, or, or a shirt with a tie or, you know, something to let people know I'm at work. You know, I'm not I'm not here for the nonsense today. You know, so <laughs> Dave you, you uh, have related to, do to that. that
1: um I went to the a Warriors preseason game at Chase Center and um I happened to have on a a Def Jam Records hoodie. Yeah.
2: It was fire and, too. Uh,
1: <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and uh shout out to my friend Michelle. She used to work over there. She sent me a whole Def Jam um package. But um right one of the one of the employees at Center was like, you the DJ? Oh, <laughs> well, sure. We're
0: this way. I hey, mean, like, Jess j- on strip,
2: like, Just on Strip, I mean, that would have never happened at Oracle. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> right, right. That's one
0: of the things that just didn't come, up, come over from have Oracle, It would never right? at Oracle. They'd
2: have been like, excuse me, sir, can I get you to your courtside seat? That's the E40. I exactly.
1: was like, I get it. Like, I get it. I get it. But, like, Sir, no.
0: Yeah, right. Right. So so to put to, to throw some sports into this conversation. I don't even It's it's funny. I'm all right, complete non sequitur. I remember one time, you know, you mentioned the homeless thing. I remember going into a Starbucks or something, and the guy was obviously, you know, street guy. He says, I recognize you from TV. And the first thing I thought was well, Turner is like, that's not basic cable. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you got to have money to pay to see me. So what do you need my $5 for then? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why I thought that, but I, that's Yo, what that's went through wild. my hand.
2: <laughs> that's what
0: went through my hand. That's a complete non-sequitur, but I just thought about that. So anyway, um, so the, the fact that sports are coming back online, right? Um, are there teachable moments here? Are uh, there teachable moments? And I'm not asking the, the athletes to do it. I don't want the, you know if they want to do it, fine. But I'm not going to sit here and say, well, you're not down for the cause if you don't want to. You know, like my man got killed the other day for for saying, you know, pray for the policeman too. Uh, what's his name from Denver? From the I didn't uh-huh. understand not why people killing Jr. him for that. I mean, yeah, I mean, if like, you're if you're into Jesus, like right. that's kind of part that's, of the message. That's what Jesus taught. So yes. okay, you know. I can't I'm not gonna kill dude for that you know I thought it was unfair to kill dude for that you know I mean that's what's in his what he's literally giving you the message bro. Hey, hey, he wasn't <laughs> saying
1: like
2: forgive him either right man.
0: yeah so you know I'm not gonna kill dude for that um so if you want to do that fine but is there a role I guess should we expect or ask for the leagues to take any type of leadership role going forward to say, you know what, this thing's more important than just making sure we all get our money. You know what I mean? Like,
1: oh, I mean, I think to me that should be localized. I would like right? to see the Timberwolves, yeah, do something, you right. know, because it's their community. And you right? know what?
2: Right. Don't do it now, like, right. do it before, right? Like, right. Be, right. and that's that's one of the things. Like, you know, we had Mark Davis out here, and the Raiders were trying to leave, trying to build him a stadium, and my whole thing was like by because if you're going to be here you need to be a part of here and right. that ain't just getting money. Like, I don't know why yeah. these teams aren't building schools. Why is the Police Activities League, like, un- unfunded? Like, you know friendly. what I'm saying? yeah. Like, yeah, back back back. Back. I, yeah. I, I was raised at PAL. Like, yeah. I know police officers because I came up in PAL, right? Mm-hmm, why are they mm-hmm. not funding this stuff? Like, all right, I get mm-hmm. it. Now's the moment. And, yeah, everybody wanted to. But this should have already been established. You're literally nice. in a community on the back of the community like literally it's not even like yo I'm I'm making money out here and it's because of me it's like no I need all y'all at this bus stop to come to the game or watch it on TV like I need y'all to do that or I I need (laughs)
0: these I need these eight blocks of your community to build the arena absolutely (laughs) absolutely right that's not how so it's like yeah
2: I I do think I'm with you Waz locally if you're in the city if you're in a community you should be doing something you should be a part of that community there should not Be and this might not be fair, but it's the perk of having a a team in your city. You shouldn't have schools with no books,
1: right? (laughs) Like, you just shouldn't.
2: If you have a professional team in your city, like, all they're doing is taking money. That's it. That's and I I can't stress this enough. It's not like they're building houses and then somebody who can (laughs) afford the house is coming to buy the house. It's like, no, there's not only a certain segment, they're literally. Taking advantage of the entire community from the mm-hmm. police to the fire department yeah. to like, yeah. it's all they're like, they should be in it. It's like, all right, we in it with y'all. I don't know why there's not a school named after every NFL team in a city. Like, <laughs> right, like, right, right. Like, right. like right. And, and you know what?
1: That's how you pop, pop how you pop your dollar, right? Exactly. But then, Marcus, you got to start thinking about the ownership class of the league. Yes and you know it's something that we don't talk about enough is how unscrupulous some of these cats are mm-hmm. or most of these cats are you, <laughs> you know some, what I'm saying you, some, you, you, talking, about some. Mr. you talking about mister yeah. <laughs> you about mister so and so
2: mister so and so do I
1: want Tillman Fatita to start a school <laughs> no but he should <laughs> be able to that should be the standard for
2: buying a team like alright yeah you want to come here and make two billion dollars alright yeah let's see what you got what, you, yeah. what you give it to us like, right. especially if you want free land or discount on the land or what, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you want to use the right. public research. Right. Like, yeah. All right. You know, like, like I'm, I'm a big proponent of these teams leaving Oakland. Like, yeah, go. If you, if you don't want to pay to be here, then you right. need to go. Right. right? Eventually yeah. somebody's going to say, Hey, yo, the number six market just opened up. <laughs> like right. Right. why am I stuck in the number 48 market when that's wide open? Yeah. Hey, what, what's it going to take for you to get here? Yeah. What you got for me, homie? Like, like a deal. How, is, how you participate? Like a deal. In, how you participate in the betterment of this community, right? Mm-hmm. And that's for me. That's how it needs to be. And if Tilman Fertitta ain't about that life, then maybe he shouldn't <laughs> be an owner.
1: I just, you know, I, I mean, you know. Glenn Taylor barely wants to run his own team. You know? Right, right, <laughs> like, right. That's the thing. This they don't the even really want to be here, right? They just point. want to course, just you give them a courtside seat.
2: Like, they don't even want to do this.
0: You <laughs> got different levels of ownership to be sure. But to your point, I mean, every community can do something. You know, every sports team in every community can do something, right? <laughs> that's not just kind of like the community relations, slough it off. We're going to have an autograph session for half an hour. Come see your boy and get a picture with him. Um, there's gotta be something a little bit more than that, that lets you think I'm a part of this community. I'm a real part of this community. You know what I mean? That's, that's going to be something that's going to be tangible. You know, I don't, you know, I I don't know why every sports team doesn't have interns from that city, you know, kids from that community that, that, that maybe can get a chance to, to see the world from a different place and, and from a different perspective, um, and have an opportunity to grow in their development and training, I mean, that should be... No
2: question. That's, Given, one of, right? that's one of the things I do give the worst credit for. And yeah, they might be saving face. That's fine. They know I was going to kill them You're for, right. for, for, Oak, so for leaving the Oakland. So what? Yeah, I, I, that, that's fine. I have fine. no
1: problem with face-saving moves. Yeah, absolutely. But have, you as know long what? as they're real. Those people that are affected, who cares that it's a, yeah, like, the absolutely. attention means nothing if yeah. people's lives are tangibly <laughs> affected. Their giving has affect.
2: incredibly increased since they left. Yeah. <laughs> the, I'm talking yeah. to, the, to, the, to, the little, to the nonprofit organizations, and they're like, yo, look. Low key, the Warriors has been breaking Brits. Is that right? I mean, they're yeah. saying like we're not leaving Oakland. We're not leaving Oakland. Mm-hmm. We're just go we're not leaving the city. We're just moving our building. And right. now they gotta stick to that. But it's a whole lot of people eating now. You know, it's mm-hmm. a whole lot of programs being funded awesome. because they dipped. So it's like, yeah, I kinda gotta give you credit for that. That's okay. And I, I never have
0: any problem giving anybody credit if they're doing the right things. You yeah, know, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you, I would, I'd be happy to give people credit if they're doing the right things for people. You know, so um, anyway, I, I, I'm glad we were able to kind of, you know, talk through this because it, it's been on my heart for the last couple of days, and I think it's been in the hearts of a lot of black people. And I, I would, I would, uh, I would, y'all can say whatever you want at. Afterwards, I just want to say this: if there, you know, to people who who aren't part of, of African American communities and cultures that may listen to the show and may like this show, or maybe you don't like the show but you listen anyway, and I appreciate it either way. But you know, for this to change, nothing that I do, nothing that Waz does, nothing that Marcus does, nothing that we say, nothing that we write is going to change it. You've got to change it. It's on you. It's not, nothing's going to change until you have those uncomfortable talks with your uncle, your, your cousin, your sister-in-law, your wife, your husband, your grandfather, your pastor, the guy at the bank. It's not going to change until you change it. and You have to be the one to stand up and say, this isn't right. That joke isn't funny. What are we doing to help people that don't look like us? Why do I never see a person of color in this building, in this synagogue, in this in this church, in this courtroom, in this office? That's when it's going to change. It's not going to change until you change it because we can't change it. We've tried. We've tried everything. And nothing changes.
2: Hey, yo, you just really brought up something like interesting. You know how. You know, wise Ruiz growing up is like, hey, you got to make sure you give back. You got to make sure you give back. Cool. I love how Da just told all these white people they're like, man, don't be leaving your community. You better take your butt back there. and Help. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you you better go teach them, Jokers. Don't be trying to run to the to the West Coast.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I had to. You know, my one of my dear friends told me this. And, you know, we've been known each other for thirty years, and she said she's white, and she said. White people the prop the privilege and the problem of white people is that we don't have to ever think about race. We don't. We can go right. weeks without thinking about it. We don't have to. Exactly. You know and that's the problem. You know, they don't have you don't have to think about it ever. You can go you can go escape to your, you know, almost lily white communities all the time. And that's just a fact. I'm not saying that with anger or anything like that. Right. It just is, you know, like it's, you know, when we're taking this, it's five minutes to seven. You know what I mean? Like that's just, it just is, it's a fact. And right. So it's, <laughs> it's,
1: it's one of those things, Dave, when you oftentimes, when you explain someone who's to someone who's not black about something and they'll be like, gee, I never noticed that. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. I know.
0: Yeah, I get it. You I understand. wouldn't notice
1: cause it's not happening to you. Right. <laughs> you, know? Yeah. Like, and, you know what I mean? And, which, and again, which is understandable. Yeah. Right. I like it. it doesn't make you some type of terrible person because right. you've managed to not notice every single racist thing that's ever happened to people right. around you, right? right? Like it's just that's just the nature of the beast. Right. Hey, by just, the way, did y'all yeah.
2: see Denzel? Yes,
1: I saw that. I just saw it's that like, before yo,
2: we started. Yo, yo, Denzel Washington is in these right. streets trying to say
0: that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs>
2: Denzel Washington saw it and was like, Yo, I need to step in. Like right. that's <laughs> That's you know that's why, that's life in America, where Denzel you know Washington I, is like, "Yeah, nah, buddy, let me step in."
0: But but you know what? He knew that they were. He knew. Okay, yeah, going, he knew they're gonna cut yeah. me a break. They're gonna give me. A, they're gonna give me the benefit of the doubt. And that might be the five seconds that's necessary to save this man's life.
2: Man, wise, you better say something when I, when they coming for me, man. You better step in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Nah, I got you. <laughs> you know, listen, I. I appreciate I appreciate it, fellas. I really do. Thank you for, for this this time. This was this was Thanks for the therapy
2: session. Yeah. Thanks yeah, for the I know, right?
0: <laughs> we'll all time. get off the couch. We'll talk about sports again next week, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. And if you like this, leave a review. And if you didn't like it, that's cool. I understand. It's not for everybody, but I needed to say <laughs> it. I needed to say it. So I'm gonna I, I love you, <laughs> <DA. laughs> We'll talk to yeah, y'all next later, week.
1: I never acknowledge it whatsoever.